Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Happy Wednesday. It is the middle of the week, February 9. I'm Kim Hauer, and I'm joined with Heather. Um, today is Wednesday where we discuss how you came to VP or your VP story, I guess. So it's not a long one. Um, so that will recuperate from like yesterday's long uh, <laughs> recording, but I'm sure our listeners uh, hung in there with us <laughs> or missed the scriptures. So it's okay. It's okay. Um, so yeah, would you share a little bit about how you came to VP, Heather? Yeah. So Chris and I started attending VP this past spring. Um, we had recently moved from Zealand to North Holland, um, decided we wanted to find a new church. Um, our old church was about 35 minutes away, and it was just really important to me to have a church nearby. I think it makes a big difference of um, living in the community of people that you go to church with, um, from little things like being able to attend kids' events to dropping off a casserole when someone needs it to just being able to stop by and live everyday life with those people. Um, so to start a church search, um, had spent a lot of time just looking online, different churches in the area. Um, as you guys know, there's a lot of churches to mm -hmm. pick from. And um, I kind of narrowed my list down. So then Chris and I split it up, took turns calling different pastors to get our questions answered and everything. Um, started visiting different churches and we just didn't find any that we felt really called to. Um, so I had Chris ask his coworker Spencer. Um, and Spencer, you guys might see him, he sits next to Chris and I um, a lot of the different Sundays um, to check with his family for any recommendations of where to go to church. So his parents, Tom and Deb Unk, kindly emailed us a list of different churches to check out. Um, you guys probably would recognize Tom. He plays bass in the praise band. So that list that Tom and Deb gave us of churches, Victory Point was on there. Um, so we went, came, checked out Victory Point, and the first sermon was the Alex and Hannah Epsilon series. Chris and I absolutely loved it. That was just a really refreshing um, sermon series. And so as we learned more about VP and the focus on discipleship, um, we knew this is a church we were looking for without even realizing it. So in our short time here, um, I just really appreciate how challenged I leave Sunday services. I always feel like there's something that I feel like I'm growing, being challenged in. And um, with the discipleship, I feel like it's just this new lens that I've had all of a sudden to start looking at how to be a better Christian, how to be a better disciple. And through this new lens, it's I feel like I've really grown a lot just being here in the short amount of time, which is really fun to see like how much you can grow in those short periods of time compared to a couple years maybe combined. And I'm just really grateful for that. So I've really enjoyed too just how much it's kind of pushed me outside my comfort zone, which I always and you always need a little bit of help with. But um, I just look forward to continuing to learn how to be a better disciple and help other people learn about God. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so I know Tom because I've been on the mm -hmm. worship team with him before. So I and I remember I had the story backwards. I misunderstood Tom probably is how it happened. But, <laughs> um, I knew his son Spencer was involved in that. Spencer worked with you guys. So yeah. um, I thought that was really cool how that mm -hmm. transpired, I guess. Yes. Um, we actually, so what's even crazier is we knew Tom and Deb Unk from Chris was in community band with Deb. And so Deb had asked Chris to help her son Spencer with a job kind of thing. And so it's just crazy how our paths kind of recrossed again. So 
Yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. That's cool how God brings people. Sometimes they, you know, come and go and yeah. that's okay. And they're, you know, more important at some points and other points, but um, they are a cool uh, couple. And Oh, yeah. Very glad kind. That they're here every once in a while with us. At least I know they're committed to another church as well, but mm-hmm. um, it is good to see them. And I'm glad that they uh, recommended us to you. Yeah. Um, I've had the privilege of having you and Chris in our MC. And mm-hmm. um, so it's been cool to get to know you through that. So you are, you really wanted to be connected right away, it seemed like. And, yeah, we did. Um, I thought that was really cool. And like you said, that was out of your comfort zone. I could tell both <laughs> of you again are very like shy, more quiet, mm-hmm. not the outgoing nope. extroverts. Um, so it's cool that, you know, God really made it clear that this is where you needed to be. And then also made um, that opening, I guess, to mm-hmm. challenge and uh, join us in the MC. And so it's been fun to um, get together with you guys. Yeah. On an every other week basis, I guess, mm-hmm. packing bags and having a meal together. And um, yeah, so I think that's really cool that you guys just really jumped right in um, and found community, mm-hmm. you know. Um, have you done anything else um, in a group of anything else? I feel like there was something. Yeah, we did that 12-week um, get-together with, what was it called? Alpha Group. Oh, Yes. Yes, we did that, which for Chris and I, like, as you said, we're kind of quiet, shy, introverted. I love people, really love people. But so yeah. come talk to me. Right. <laughs> um, I have a little bit harder time going and reaching out to other people and I like small group settings a little bit. So being both of those groups has really helped us to like get to know people and get a little bit more comfortable. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. I'm really a lot the same way, <laughs> even though I'm doing a podcast and I'm up on the stage. For worship. <laughs> that is not my um, mm-hmm. who I am to the core. So I um this is a challenging thing for me as well. So mm-hmm. I think uh, God gives us the strength though to do it. So absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. Uh, well, thank you for sharing your VP story and listeners. Uh, if you see Chris and Heather, be sure to say hi to them because they're not likely to go up to you and say hi. So, uh, but they welcome new friends and family here. So please do that. Yes, um, we would appreciate it. Cool. So as we get into the scripture today, we are reading from first Corinthians 15 verses 12 to 20. And uh, would you be willing to read that for us again today? Yeah, no problem. But if it is preached that Christ has been raised from the dead, how can some of you say that there is no resurrection of the dead? If there is no resurrection of the dead, then not even Christ has been raised. And if Christ has not been raised, our preaching is useless and so is our faith. More than that, we are then found to false witness about God, for we have testified about God that he raised Christ from the dead. He did not raise him if in fact the dead was are not raised. For if the dead are not raised, then Christ has not been raised either. And if Christ has not been raised, your faith is futile and you are still in your sins. Then those also who have fallen asleep in Christ are lost. If only for the life we have hope in Christ, we are all the people most to be pitied. But Christ has indeed risen from the dead, the fruits of those who have fallen asleep. Thank you. Um, and as we uh, prepared for this recording today, um, I think we both had a sense of just being Christians and being a part of a church and reading the Bible. Like you kind of read this and you're like, oh, what more could we add? This seems so self-explanatory um, if you've been in the faith long enough, which really 
that's foundational to our faith. So mm-hmm. if you're in the faith, then you would have clearly heard about the resurrection of the dead, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so I don't know that we have a ton to add to this today, but um, was there something that to you did kind of stand out as different or new or just a good reminder? Yeah, it kind of, this just reminded me of a time when I wasn't walking with Jesus. And I do remember um, in my teen years, just really having a hard time with the concept of resurrection, right? Scientifically, it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense, right? And it requires a lot of, it requires faith in knowing Jesus to know that this is a true fact. But I just remember struggling with that at that time. And kind of the, as I've learned more and grow closer to Jesus, right? It's just, that's the pillar of my faith now. So I do understand for those that aren't Christian how maybe you can struggle with this concept, but I would encourage you the more you read the Bible more, and then as you accept Jesus and know him more that you realize like, right, this is the pillar, this is the foundation of our faith. Right, yeah, I think that, um, like you said, like it obviously is a challenging concept mm-hmm. according to the created world, right? Mm-hmm. The world we live in, this is not like nobody's, died and risen Mm -hmm. since Christ. So like, it just doesn't seem plausible. Um, But I like how you put that, like, as you read the word, you ultimately get closer to God, Mm -hmm. right? Like he speaks into that. um, And I think that's where sometimes we maybe get it backwards or wrong is that we think we have to do the work and we do have to go to the scripture. Mm -hmm. Like that part we do have to do. We have to be faithful in that. But really, it's God that's speaking into our hearts, yes. confirming that which we read. Yes. So I know just from sitting with you, like, there's not a doubt in your mind that this is true. Mm-hmm. Like, there's it makes not. no logical sense, though, right, nope. according to what we can prove scientifically. Mm-hmm. But yet, there's not a doubt in your mind, in your heart, that this is true. Mm-hmm. And I think that is what God gives us. Mm-hmm. You know, and we do have to seek that out. We have to read the word. Um, It's a relationship Mm -hmm. that now we know and trust and fully depend on. Um, Yeah. And I like how in here, like you mentioned it, like your faith is futile. If you don't believe this, like there are so many things that if this were not true in the Christian faith, then I don't know why we would bother doing anything else. what, What would be the point? Right. Right. Like why, why read the scriptures? Mm-hmm. Why follow all these laws and rules? Mm-hmm. Um, why even care about anybody else? You know, as we're called to do, mm-hmm. like none of that makes any difference. If Jesus Himself did not mm-hmm. die and then rise from the dead, then like all of that is just busy work, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, Thank goodness it is true, right? Right. Thank goodness that we have Jesus as our Lord and Savior. Right. Yeah. And that he did die mm-hmm. because that is what like freed us mm-hmm. from the slavery of sin and death. Mm-hmm. Um, and his rising is what redeems us. Mm-hmm. Right. Like that's our guaranteed salvation. We will one day also die, but then we will also rise in Christ yeah. um, into eternity. And I think that that it is, it's foundational. You know, there are, um, I don't know how many doctrines, but it is a foundational doctrine. Mm-hmm. 
um, one of the things I was looking up just to try to come up with some information on it. Uh, I found a quote by Martin Luther and I thought it was pretty like poignant too. basically sums this up in my opinion. Um, and he said, everything depends on our retaining a firm hold on this doctrine in particular. For if this one totters and no longer counts, all the others will lose their value and validity. And it's true. Like, mm -hmm. this is the only one that, like, all others hang on, you know? Um, kind of like I think Jesus said, right? Like, all this and, like, the law and the prophets hang on this, right? Mm -hmm. Love one another. Um, so I think that, yeah, it's pretty... It's foundational, not easy because again, our, our human minds mm -hmm. can't always wrap our head around how that worked or how that looked or what it was like, but yeah. God gives us the ability, I think is what it is. God gives us the ability to fully trust that this is fact and true mm -hmm. um, and ultimately the most important thing in our faith mm -hmm. to believe. Mm -hmm. So. Um, anything else that you had? Yeah, I don't have anything I, else really on this. Yeah, I feel like it was very well written. <laughs> so it lays it right out there. Um, so I guess as we wrap up um, the day, um, I don't really have much of a challenge other than if you don't believe this to be true, seek out God's word and God to give you that reassurance um, because it is of utmost importance. Mm -hmm. um, and if you do believe this to be true, then praise God that he gave you the ability to acknowledge fact and truth that doesn't always line up with the earthly realm. Um, so yeah, as we go into our Wednesday, um, I pray that you will have a very blessed day. It's the middle of the week, um, as we said. So only a couple more days of work after this, hopefully. Um, may you have a great day and we will be back tomorrow. Have a good one. Bye. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.